Hey, welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones. Oh, guys, people are people are sleeping next door. I thought at first I thought you were going like WWE. Oh yeah, we're talking Thrones and Scones, brother. It's Tony. It's Hans, and it's Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, and uh, today we're hitting uh, Season 3, Episode 3, The Walk of Punishment. Uh, and... Peace, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've only ro- I feel like we've only rotated through like four flavors of scone, actually. They're different places, so they can- they're still different reviews. If we were just to stick to exclusive flavors, we would already be at like wood shavings and pencil erasers. And uh, I'm not ready for that yet. Well, today, uh, the walk of punishment. What are we? Uh, what are we thinking? I know we're thinking that I should have the wiki pulled up, but do I? Do I? <laughs> we'll never know. I was just trying to look to see if I can find the wiki this time. Uh, do they just write sure. literally like ten words it. now? Or are they just giving up on summaries? They're always so short. This one's very short. Uh, <clears throat> all right. How, do you guys? Are we? Do we want the Macho Man to continue? Do we want something else? Oh, okay. no. t- oh, order this yeah. wiki how you would like. It. Give me that. Give me that Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. <laughs> T- Tyrion shoulders new responsibilities. John is taken to the fist of the first men. <laughs> Daenerys meets with the slavers, and Jaime strikes a deal with his captors. I love it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I uh, yeah. Was well, not around during the Macho Man, so no. You know what else? When I hear your voice, you say that I also picture the Kool Aid Man smashing <laughs> in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Westeros, yeah. yeah. Just breaking in. Did you guys see the over the holiday time the best Christmas song I've ever done seen with the Kool Aid Man and Lil John? No. I- it's a video that you almost that. don't need to see, but it's, uh, yeah, basically the chorus, or leading into the chorus, the words are, Felice Navidad, no eggnog, more Kool-Aid, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I can't, I usually I watch those, I must have missed that one. Uh, speaking oh, of, Tony, I feel... <laughs> Wait, hold on, what do you mean by those, like Lil John's Christmas songs? <laughs> no, I thought you were saying you do your... You do it wasn't like me. Oh, it wasn't you. No, oh, okay, it was that's real. why I didn't see it. it I thought a... you were saying it was one of your like parody song things that you do for the radio show. Your kids bops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, you got ripped off on the kids bop thing, I feel like. I was looking yeah. at the comments. I'm starting to think that the votes Thank were you. not swaying your way, Tony. Here's the, let me let me tell you what happened, if I may, real quick. Yeah. Uh, if you guys if you guys want to see this, my gosh, this is a deep dive. You can go to Facebook.com. Uh, Real nine two nine is one of those stations I work for, and a coworker of mine and myself did a kids bop off, where we each made a kids bop song. We've done this a couple times before, and here's the thing: every time before. We've written our own songs, and then we've come together, and we've just made these crappy videos at work and put them out. The night before, she texts me saying that she was making a video at home, and so she made this really cool video, and I did not have time to do that, and so then I just recorded my crappy video at work. And so I think more than my song losing, it was my video that yeah. lost. <clears throat> her, video, but I don't, yeah. her video was very good. With the, the she, had some, she had some funny stuff going on in there. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a uh, it was an unfair fight, I think. 
but it's a cool idea. It's, uh, I like the I like the kids bop off uh, idea a lot. Although I will say I don't I don't I'm not sure how I feel about bopping off any kids. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, you'll I don't come know. around. I feel like that's something you could get in trouble for. Uh, <laughs> stay out of that. You'll come around. Um, but yes, as, as per, it pertains to Game of Thrones, would you guys like to talk Game of Thrones today? I don't know. What are you feeling? <sighs> yeah, I yeah guess. I, we can a little uh-huh. bit. Um, let's right hop into Daenerys. Um, let's be honest, the last probably 10 episodes of Game of Thrones, really quite boring for her, right? And we had the debacle of Karth. Um, uh, is it Astapor or Ostapor? Astapor. Astapor, right? Uh, at least things start to pick up pretty quickly in this, this episode. It's actually, they do. It's not, it wasn't, it wasn't, I would say, great television, but it was, it wasn't bad, and you again, you're starting to see her disdain, which is ironic for the whole slaves with Jorah just like kind of like lingering behind her. Uh, but yeah, it was good. I thought that was a, a good part of the show. Her buying the the unsullied, uh, her compassion for setting them free, uh, kind of coming up with a plan despite having no money. How, to, how is she going to purchase this army? It's my favorite version of Daenerys that we get for a long, long time uh, yeah. where she's at right now. Yeah, I don't think it was the best part of the show, but I definitely wanted to bring it up because I feel like up until now, you could argue that you could almost like want to fast forward through a lot of her stuff because it's yeah. really not that interesting. Yeah, I've actually Jeremy, <clears throat> this season I haven't I haven't minded Daenerys. It was really just Karth that got me. This season I've been pretty interested. We're gonna yeah, say all it took was getting out of Karth. Um, yeah. Jeremy, so to guess your favorite part, was it that you made a new best friend in this episode? Because I feel I know like you exa- probably did. I know exactly what you're going to say. I haven't, I haven't like noted in my notes with huge stars by it to remember to say. I don't, I don't know where you guys get off, okay? Thinking that I'm so single-minded, but maybe I did circle something in my notes. Well, Arya, Arya leaves her companions, um, or leaves one of them behind in the form of hot pie, and he hands her a nice little direwolf cookie, and she says, you're not, not coming with us. And he's like, I'm going to stay and bake bread. I'm not a stock of winter hell. And she goes, uh, do you mean winter fell? And he goes, are you sure? <laughs> you know what? Hot pie. First and foremost, the guy's a master sconer. Is that a piece of bread or is that just a giant scone? Let's be honest. Who's to say? Who's to Who's say? To say? Um, <laughs> I just love, it was almost, I mean, I think you put an M on the end of it, but other than that. It was word for word. Winter, uh, it's it winter was perfect. Fall. Yeah, because yeah. the best thing, so. the best thing too, is when you correct Jeremy. He goes, "Is it?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're wrong. Oh, welcome like to uh, yeah, welcome to Thrones and Scones with Jeremy Hot Pie Sturgill, and uh, and the rest. Hey, I like bacon and I like scones. So you'd, uh, I need to dedicate myself to some some delicious. Have you, but here's the, have you ever kicked a man in the balls to death? <laughs> to death. All right. Well, that's good. And I think you're, uh, I think you're pretty set. Also, out uh, in the forest, did you? Uh, I'm sorry, <clears throat> I'll preface this a little better. Would you guys like to play a game? Sure. Right. Yeah. This game is called. <gasps> mm, do you know this useless bit of trivia Tony's about to give you to feel better about himself and the useless facts he keeps in his head? In the forest, we see this troop of Bolton men. They're carrying Jamie and uh, and Brienne, and we hear for I think the first time in the show what they're interpreting as songs from the books and stuff. From here to there, and there to there, the bear, the bear, and the maiden fair, and they're walking along. Do you guys know who's singing that? No. 
Absolutely not. Who in the group is singing that? Correct. Not a named character, but a person in our actual world. Mm. Oh, um, let's go uh, 20 questions, see if I can get to it. Uh, sure. I don't know anything about this guy, really, so oh, good damn luck. It. Okay. Unless you ask, does he sing this one song or does he sing <laughs> for this one band? I'm not going to be able to answer your oh. questions. Okay. So it's a guy, obviously. So let's it's go with, uh, you don't know much about him. Does Is he a singer? He is. <laughs> Good, good start. <laughs> good start. Um, He's not a vegetable, a mineral, or an animal. Pop star? No. But he's had some a pop hit or two. So is he known for country? No. Above, is, he a, is his age above 30? Yes, I would assume. But not vastly so. Okay. Getting a little extra on that one. I like that. Uh, it's going to... I'll just tell you who it is if it's all the same to you guys. It's uh, Gary probably, Lightbody from Snow Patrol. That's probably fair for the listeners. Would have never got that. Would have never yeah. got that, yeah. Um, so, yeah. If I just lay here, would you lie with that's me? That's the only. Just forget the world. So, wait, you wouldn't consider that pop? I would consider that pop. Yeah, that was a pop hit, but I wouldn't consider them a pop band. Really? What would you consider them? Like, AC. Alternative? Alternative I Christian? I don't know any of their Christian other rock? songs. <laughs> other than that one. Yeah, I don't either. But it's just like a... I only bring him up because down the road, my boy, my my lover, my son in stars, Ed Sheeran shows his face in this show and gets so much hate for it, and no one even talks about Gary Lightbody's cameo. So, you know, people just love to hate on a ginger. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, what are what are some other notable things? I mean, I know my favorite part of this episode. I think we'll have a lot to say about it, so I kind of want to leave it till the end. But what are what are some other things we meet? Um, both Edmure Tully and Brendan Blackfish in this episode. Mm-hmm. We do. And we by do. the way, Edmure quickly made out to look like a fool. Yeah. yeah. That looks like a really hard shot. <laughs> it looks like a really hard <laughs> shot. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. The, and then the other dude acts like it's just no big deal. No big yeah. deal. That, impossible. Even a skilled, like a very skilled archer, not making that shot the first try. Yeah. Like, I don't, how, what do they, do they think bow and arrows are just like that easy? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. If this actually was any sort of probably historical accurate, there's probably like 30 guys shooting arrows with Absolutely. maybe one, right? And yeah, the yeah. fact that they have one guy with like a long bow trying to pull that shot off, yeah. that's some bullshit. Yeah, that is such <laughs> bullshit. But the look he gives his brother. Push him. Like, yeah. When Why black- would you risk ruining his funeral like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that dude was just about on the limit of not being able to be within the distance of an arrow shot. Yeah. Then what do you do? You you find a new grandpa, I guess. <laughs> Try to bury him. But tell me, um, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I don't like wasting space. And on my page of notes, I could have gone to the next page to take notes for this episode. But I had about a fifth of a page left and i was like i can fit it there so i didn't write a lot <laughs> oh, dude, i did the same thing one of those little like sticky notes and i just literally put all of them on one just because yeah. i didn't want to find more paper to write on i do remember a particularly and hold on i'm just going to compose myself because it is an emotional scene <sighs> um i think the quote is i'm gonna fuck you into the dirt oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
with the with Theon Greyjoy freed from his captivity wherever he might have been, yeah, and uh, and uh, and released, and then nearly fucked into the dirt. Yeah, there's a there's kind of a, a pretty heavy rape vibe in this episode with uh, him and then uh, Brienne and Jamie being captured as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so Theon about to be fucked in the dirt. Interesting scene. We get a little. I mean, I, I suppose uh, I, I hate to. I hate to uh, kind of take a negative aspect with the jugglies portion, but we do get a little. See, we get we get some Theon, but how is that uh, negative? Did you not like it? No, I'm just saying in the in the context of rape. Oh yeah, sure. That's <laughs> it fair. It doesn't do much. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have quite as impact. I just. I don't like putting that that uh, that moniker on the jugglies portion. But we get saved again. Yes, by, by our mystery, mystery, our mystery savior, our uh, our our knight in shining armor, and I like how the uh, the attackers uh, turn and just go, oh, "You little shit!" Like, because <laughs> you know why they're saying that, right? Right. The you got to respect too the point blank arrow to the face. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is like, can you imagine like being? Uh, so you run Theon down, and then your guy's like, I'm going to fuck you into the dirt. And you're like, whoa, whoa, why do we always have to rape other dudes when we catch them? <laughs> yeah. This is becoming a pattern. We should talk about this. It's, uh, yeah. it's yeah, pretty. I just kind of wish the other like the other guys in the group would have been like, whoa. We were just going to beat him senseless. I thought we were just going to beat no him up raping. a little bit. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, to, to redeem the good, bad, and the jugglies, we do get one of what I think is a gratuitous scene, um, but a very gracious one from Tyrion as he pays his squire back for saving his life. Oh yeah, that's this part. Yeah, where mm-hmm. the the ma- the magic between the legs. <laughs> yeah, that, that, what 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 you could say the true jugglies portion of this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, a little ridiculous. I mean. A great. I love the whole, uh, and I don't even know if it's this one or the next one. I think it's this one. It is, um, where he comes back, and uh, he's like, "That's more than I pay you in a year." They they didn't want it. <laughs> and, what and do you he's mean? Like, We're going to need so many details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I think fu- they talk funny. about it for a, the next episode as well, don't they? Don't yes. They even, yeah. I mean, I it's a continued thing. Yeah. I thought it was just gonna be a one-off <laughs> joke, and then it just keeps going. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's a little like for for a show that's pretty serious in in a lot of aspects. Obviously, they do throw jokes in quite a bit and and stuff. But it's kind of like a a pretty simple like not great joke to keep hammering on. <laughs> it's a little forced, but uh, it is funny. And I do like when he says this more than I pay you in a year, and then he's like, "You don't pay me," <laughs> or someone says like, "You don't pay him." <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. "Oh, then that's much it's much more than, more I, than pay. I pay you." Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Um, unless anybody has any objections. Oh, just another quick note. Uh, Gailey has a boy. He does have a boy. And that's going to mean some things down the road. Um, it's, it's the biggest part of this episode, I think. Jamie and Brienne are locked away with some Bolton men here. Brienne, as you kind of alluded to, um, put in a rough position. And who comes to her save uh, but Jamie Lannister? Yeah. With yeah. Uh, and we don't find sapphire. it out until next episode, but it's a you know he he lies for her, he he very much puts himself out on a limb and <laughs> not to uh, not to make too much of a pun there, uh, he pays for it. Yeah, good segue, good segue. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lou, Jamie losing losing a hand, his sword hand, for that matter. <sighs> what? Uh, 
Did I? I did you guys expect this? I did the not. The first time you were watching I, I, this because it's I, so I, quick. I remember vividly that I did not expect it at all and was very shocked. And disappointed, right? I mean, like, you hear about how what great a swordsman he is, and now you're like, oh, fuck. Like, there goes all of that future kind of, like, enjoyment and battlement. I mean, because now you're kind of rooting for Jamie in a way, especially after he saves Brienne, right, from being manhandled. Um, yeah. It's such a it's such a good scene though, like, and it means so much for his character. Like it, I like him in weird ways so far, but like he turns into from this point on, one of my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I, so that brings me up, or brings uh, brings mm-hmm. up for me. Uh, for I got a little topic, little question for you guys for this episode because uh, I've been thinking a lot about Jamie. <laughs> sure, <laughs> watching his are we all? Aren't we all? He's a, a excellent looking fella. Uh, hard Stump to get out. Of, hard to get out of the mind. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, but anyway, so as Jeremy has said, uh, which was a perfect setup, we hear so much about his how excellent of a fighter he is. We know we already had the talk about like which you know which three people in all the kingdom could even maybe beat Jamie. Uh, in the show, however, and granted, it's going to be maybe a little bit different for the books. Haven't read them. Uh, we never really get to see Jamie fight to his full potential when he fights ned in the early early in the show ned gets speared we don't really get to see the fight finished um he fights uh i'm sure there's other ones but nothing major and then he fights brienne after he'd been in prison for a long time gets his ass kicked which again we we is 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 hard because brienne is is a good fighter um he's debilitated so that's a hard one to assess uh so we've never actually gotten to see him fight the one thing we do know about the Lannisters, and especially Jamie, is they are very good at, you know, he's very good at using his words and manipulating. Uh, what are your thoughts on maybe, like, the idea that he's really not that good of a fighter? He's really just kind of put it into people's heads that he is. Because given his position, has he ever probably really needed to fight? And he stabbed the king in the back. Like, everything we know about him is he's really never, you know, gallantly want to fight that we know so what are your thoughts on that uh, you know it's a little ab- abstract it's a little out there like obviously other people think he's a good fighter and have said you know he's always had a gift and all this stuff but it's all the lannisters mostly saying a lot of that stuff and they you know i could very much see them wanting to have people think so highly of them because they're pretty obsessed with themselves that's a very interesting point uh i I'm think tra- it can only be made in the show um and only for now, because I can think of a couple instances that I won't necessarily bring up because I'm talking four seasons ahead. But Jamie was definitely in the Battle of Pike, um, and he was highly sought after there. He does talk about the one thing um, to his cousin where he says he was squiring for Sir Barristan Selmy uh, on last-minute notice with the Kingswood Outlaws. And then when somebody tried to attack him, that you know that put an end to his squiring days. And so they allude to very specific instances yeah. of him being this badass, but he joined the Kingsguard very young. I think it would not be too far-fetched to say that this dude's got some natural talent, but has absolutely spread the word more so than you know the word has been spread uh, for him. Maybe maybe he would not be as good. I will say he does go, and you know he says to Rob Stark, 
you and me, boy, let's let's finish this here. And you can't imagine him saying that if he had True. any sort of inkling he would lose. But Yeah, it's a good that's a really good point. We're not trying to say he's trash. We're just trying to say maybe he's not as good as everyone thinks he is. Yeah. Well so with regards so the one fight we do see with him and Ned, right? Sir Barristan tells Ned earlier, like, you know, you under essentially undervalue your own skills. But yeah. other than that, we don't really have an idea of how good Ned is, right? It's true. Um, yeah, so then when they're fighting, you know, for all we know, it could just be two haphazard sword fighters. Um, it's true. In the in the books, Ned's not really a great sword fighter. Right, he's, he's, right. He's fine. He's fine, but he's, but not, he's not. Yeah. Um, and then so, and if you think just in the show in general, when they're showing skilled sword fighting with Bronn and with um, the teacher for Arya. Surreal. Yeah, when they're Sorry, showing, I have a skull. yeah, when they're showing them, I mean, it's definitely much more intricate and and kind of like enjoyable. Uh, and Brian just makes him look bad. I mean, hmm. but again, I think we've we've made that comment already from the standpoint that he's fatigued, being captive for a year, malnourished, and all those things. Um, yep. And I actually, I think this is actually a really good topic because I think that is why the Lannister family is so good in this like this game is because they are as they are as good with their swords as they are with their tongue right i mean they 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 kill you multiple ways and jamie has shown that multiple times in the show of ways to get people to be lured into um kind of this false sense of security and when he kills people he doesn't do it in a in a fancy way right it's a lot of times it's like choking them you know kind of backstabbing that way so sure i don't know it's good it was a good topic it's an that's a, question. yeah that's a very interesting i think i would have never one better way, except except for me knowing the fact that tywin hates that jamie joined the king's guard um but maybe if jamie was thinking this far ahead like he gets this reputation as this incredible swordsman and then he basically cements himself in what is a pretty cushy position like yeah. the fights he's gonna have to get into are probably not against very skilled people and if he ever gets into a full-scale battle you know if someone's taking it to the king to where the king's guard needs to be involved like that probably better than off chance that he's gonna die like yeah so it's an interesting theory yeah and i think uh i just thought it was an interesting talking point more than anything i think if i had to answer it i would probably say that he is just on the sole basis that i don't think the show was written as complex as that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think he's just probably a good fighter. But I just thought it was interesting because really all we see in the show is his, uh, you know, conniving kind of uh, deceitful way of of uh, getting people to do things through his um, through his uh, convincing and stuff. And we don't really yeah. see any real fights. It's all just backstory. So I just thought that was super interesting. And I never realized uh, when I was thinking back on the show, I just always like, oh, yeah, you know, Jamie's uh, Jamie's like. And I almost like kind of don't know if this holds true still, but Jamie was uh, and always has been one of my favorite characters in the show. But as I'm watching, like he's so much more complex because the dude goes, you know, he does some good things and then he just does some really shitty things. <laughs> and it's like it's not it's not like he does some shitty things and then he just like turns for good and is good the whole time. This dude like toils with being just a total asshole again and again. And he's yeah. very, very complex, very well acted, um, super interesting character. But he's definitely, definitely not, you know, the best or the uh, the most, uh, you know, prideful character or not prideful. Um, See, is is he complex or is he just an asshole? Right, because like that's that's the other thing that I think in especially the show, the whole like he just 
every time you want to root for him, he does something that just like is so like opposite of the of the way the character should be going and thinking. So it's like I'm talking about. I think Jamie is great. The, you know, we've talked about that a lot, but I do feel like there's especially early in the show you don't like him at all. Like he early, is an yeah, right. He's yeah. an ass. He's an but ass. Then, so then the question is, which I think is very interesting, and I can't take credit for this because I actually saw it online. Uh, the question is why? Because so first of all, I ask, do you like Jamie Lannister right now? Uh, uh, right now, yeah, his character. Yes. Like, yes, do you like? Yeah, absolutely. we we all I, I do too. Uh, we all do. So then the question that was posed is why do we like? Why do you like Jamie Lannister? Because for the most part, he's been kind of a dick, and then. The, the interesting answer was that is it almost kind of like the audience is kind of being, you know, he's almost putting that kind of deception on the audience, right? Because he is very charismatic. He is like a, a, a good looking dude. Uh, you know, it just kind of makes, there's something about him that just kind of makes you like him, but his actions aren't really very, I mean, most of the things he does is pretty yeah. terrible, you know? I think his appeal has a lot of that anti-hero kind of yeah, thing to exactly. him where yeah. he's not a bad person, but he's a dick of a good person. Yeah. Um, and so like when it comes down to it, you know, Jamie's the one who loves his brother. Jamie's the one who, you know, we will start to figure out, we've already kind of heard it, we'll really get to hear it coming up in a bit, um, who did the terrible things he did, the things that he was remembered and nicknamed for, for reasons that nobody will ever understand, um, and not for the glory of doing them, not for any sort of reward. He did them, and he got shit on for doing them, but because they were the right thing to do. So um, I, I don't think that he has great you know, ethic standards, and I think that he's, he's very tragic in the sense that if it weren't for Cersei, he would be a much better person. Yeah. Um, but he's when it comes down to it, when push comes to shove, and he will be pushed several times. Um, you know his his true colors shine through, and they're really good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, um, I think if there's one thing we absolutely do know at this point about Jamie, uh, it's that the dude's gonna have to get used to the stranger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's it's one of their gods, the stranger. So imagine they. Uh, Imagine just just really quick problems. before we leave that that setting, they're singing the bear and the maiden, and we talk about foreplay a lot in this uh, in this episode. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, yeah. But yeah, let's just say giggle, 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 giggle. Yeah, yeah. It plays out quite well. It might even be that episode title. Is I think it? It is. It maybe it is. Is it is it the next episode or the episode after? No, no, no. It's a it's a couple it down five? the road. Okay. I was gonna say, I don't even no, it's not even it. it's not even five. I don't even think oh. I've seen that episode yet. Uh, it's it's toward the end of the season. But yes, uh, I I have heard opinions. I have spoke opinions. Now I just want to sit back and get into the second half of our show. Jeremy, tell me about your peach scone. Peach scone from where's it from? Dorothy Lane Market, which is a really really cool grocery store in the area. Okay, so it's chunks of peaches so actually like if you were to take like little wedges oh, and shove shit. them there actually with a great no 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 I, don't I, fuck I, this up for me i'm so it's sorry vanilla Jeremy. icing glaze it's the thing is the thing is i i don't want to i don't want you to talk without me being able to hear you and i, I have to pee so bad so i'm actually gonna i'm gonna go we're i think we get we're pretty much at time anyway we're gonna wrap the episode here thank you guys for listening you can always catch more thronesandscones.com if you want the links to every dang thing that we do and we will be back be back tomorrow morning for uh, season three 
episode Delicious. four. <laughs> You're down with GOT. Yeah, you, you know, know me. me. I just want to apologize to the listeners uh, wholeheartedly uh, for Jeremy monopolizing our time sometimes with these scone reviews. Oh it does God. get a bit. It does get a bit ridiculous. <laughs> We're trying to keep the show 50-50. We keep telling him, you know, you just you gotta you gotta you gotta, slow down, you gotta back you gotta off a little bit. But but um, yeah, it's just uh, he, he just I don't listen. listen. I just don't listen. So I'm really sorry about that. Okay, you have so no bottom of my common man. You know, like when the white, you know, how they make uh, their intricate art in the snow with the horses in this episode. Can, so they're marching, right? Marching toward the wall. Can you imagine being like, "All right, guys, now let's let's do some paint by numbers. I want I want you <laughs> to stand here, and I want you to fan out. No, no, not in a fan, like in this like swirl pattern, and then wait yeah. there while we bring you a horse carcass." And then the ass goes in the air, and then the head goes down. <laughs> <laughs> they did do a... I want to just see where the rest of the horse bits are. Like, there's a pile off to the side with, like, crappily covered up horse bodies. <laughs> they're like, don't look at this. Just pay attention to the cool spooky no, 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 thing we did. No, the cool yeah. part over here. <laughs> there's, like, as, 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 as everyone walks up to see the horses, there's, like... There's like a white walker, like a you know, a, a couple yards away behind a rock, like peeking over, like and another one behind him. What what, what do they think? Are they do they think it, do they think it's good? Can you tell? Mom, mom, why are they giving us thumbs up over there from the rock? Thumbs up, good, good. It's good also. Sir. Why spend this time and this effort making this fun little know, art piece to spook the Night's Watch instead of just raising more undead horses? <laughs> And then right? you would what? Like... get where you want to get to quicker? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is the rationale for the shapes and stuff? Do we know? I'm sure there's some sort of I mean I don't know, but I'm I'm sure there's some sort of Religious magical kind of element to yeah. it or something. Okay. No clue. Do you think we covered enough with uh Daenerys and the whole dragon? Yeah, we'll get to it. The dragon? Well no, like how she says, you know, I have a dragon. Oh, you're right. This title because, or this episode is literally titled after. We didn't really focus yeah, on her at all. Because that's the only thing I was going to say is like, because I, th- I mean, that's a cliffhanger, right? You could have one of my dragons. It's true. <laughs> and then we just kind of like, eh, we don't even talk about that. That's true. It's a good point. We can start the next episode with it. I mean, we're yeah. talking about it right now. Well, I mean, I'm just saying like, you know, knowing how much she loves her dragons, how much she like searching in Karth and how she wouldn't. Uh, was livid and now she, they've become her children. She's the dragon queen. It, it's it got to come off surprising when she says that. I'm like, nope, you can have one. No big deal. I knew. I, so even when she did that, like even you Jenna. You think you know? Even Jenna. Well, I can tell you, I just, I didn't buy it. Because even Jenna, who's only seen these for the first time, yeah. not yeah, only seen in and out of the episodes, um, when she said that, Jenna goes, Oh, well, she's not, you know, she's got to be doing something because she would never give up a dragon. That makes no sense. So she didn't buy it for a second. No. And I don't remember buying it either, but I I don't think that I thought it would pay off in the way that it did. No, absolutely not. No. I figured she would get it back somehow, but I didn't realize she was going to. We'll talk about it. I can't wait to get into that. But um, Yeah, it's good. Ah! 